Welcome to Millennial Wisdom, a listener's journey with powerful insights about your work and your life. The next installment of the Millennials Guide series is Millennials Guide to Relationships. Happy and healthy relationships are not a myth. Available everywhere now, wherever books are sold. And now, here's your host, consultant, coach, and best-selling author, Dr. Jennifer Wisdom. Hi, welcome to Millennial Wisdom. I'm your host, Jennifer Wisdom, and this is where we talk with millennials about what's going on in their lives. I'm so excited to have with us Shaylin Wilkie. She is a teacher, educator, and coach. Welcome, Shaylin. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So you always want to start with, tell us your story. So tell us all the things you do. I know you do a lot of different things. Tell us the stuff you do, and then what was your path to get there? Yeah, so I am a teacher, instructor, educator, whatever you want to call it. I wear many hats. And most recently, an entrepreneur, and I I work as a coach. So the path that kind of brought me here, it started off pretty traditionally. In high school, everybody kind of told me, you're great with kids, you should be a teacher. And I kind of just went with that. (laughs) I don't remember a specific time where I like really made the decision for myself that that that's what I wanted to do. I just kind of heard it. And I was like, that sounds about right. I'm going to go for it. So I went to college to be a teacher, early childhood education, and I loved it at first. And when I got done with school, I realized once I got into the schools and started substitute teaching and working in this, this capacity, <laughs> that I didn't really love the environment. I really didn't feel great about it. I would often come home crying after I subbed in a particularly difficult class. So I kind of started reaching out, uh, branching out a little bit and went into health. I tried everything, honestly, throughout my Uh twenties. I, (laughs) I went into uh, healthcare for a little while. I tried retail for a while and then I kind of got into fitness and that kind of opened up even more doors. So I had management experience. I was working, I was back in in food service too, which I had done in college. And so I was kind of juggling a lot of different jobs all the time. Uh, it wasn't uncommon for me to have three or four different jobs that I reported to in a, in a week, sometimes more. And I would pick up little side gigs here and there. And I just, I always would say like, I'm just trying out everything that, and figuring out what doesn't work. <laughs> which is kind of the the opposite of what you want to do, right? You want to find what does work. But I kind of learned along the way that when you figure out the things that you don't want, that's another way to do it. (laughs) So my path kind of was not linear at all. And eventually I've gotten to, I teach fitness classes. I teach CPR classes. I teach yoga classes for the local college. I teach at a gym. I'm kind of still all over the place, but it's much more aligned with what I really love doing. And that's just helping people live better lives and just be healthy and happy and and really find their flow. And that's what I work with my coaching clients on. That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. So I want to ask about for your path. I hear a lot from millennials and certainly for people who are Gen X like me, that they feel like there's some sort of timeline or deadlines. Like I have to figure out my career by the time I'm 25 or I have to be married by the time I'm 30. And it sounds like you rejected that wholesale. Did you feel that at all? Or what was that like for you? 
I absolutely felt that. And I still feel that. And I still get, the, I still get the questions like, when are you going to get a real job? And little the, does the person asking know that this is my real job? Like, mm-hmm. it's just not the traditional one that you, you think you thought that I was going to follow. And I definitely felt that pressure. And I had like, I call it the quarter life crisis. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, that's, a, that's like a normal term now. But when I learned about that term, I was like, I am going through this. <laughs> like yes. this is happening to me. The quarter life crisis, mid 20s, I just was like, what am I doing? I'm supposed to have this, 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 and like all the shoulds, like I should be married, I should have kids, I should have this job with this retirement. And I don't think that's, that's how it works anymore. (laughs) I, I really did start to reject that. And who I mean, every path is different. And I just couldn't prescribe to all right, I need to find this one job and work there for 30 years and have kids by X amount of time, like before this certain year or whatever, I just really, really did start to reject that and just threw it away because it was just not, not what I was doing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. How do you think that's different for millennials who are currently 20 to 40 compared to some of the older generations? I mean, I was, it was very clear to me, the goal is get a steady job and stay there till you retire or die. So how is, do you think that's a very different perspective for millennials now, or are you, do you think you're more of an exception? What do you think? I think it's becoming more and more frequent and normalized. And I don't really know anybody who's just dying to stay at their job for (laughs) X number of years, you know, 30, 40 years, whatever it is until retirement. I see more likely that people stay at a job for maybe three years, maybe five years, and then they're looking for the next position because there's 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 so many more skills out there to learn and to know too along the way. And it seems like previous generations, it was like, here's what here's your options, like one, two, three, you know, there's yeah. there was yeah. just a finite number of things. And now with all the technology and just being like in this kind of ever the world at your fingertips, there's so many more options. So people are finding, I think millennials are really finding that I can do this for a few years, but really I'm working towards this, or I can do this and this at the same time. And I'm not going to be here for 40 years. <laughs> right. Right. Do you feel overwhelmed by choice? Occasionally when I was in my 20s, like the quarter life crisis years, uh-huh. <laughs> I spent a lot of time, like just going for whatever, like there was just so many things that I wanted to try. I wanted to do different jobs that I worked, uh, things that I the longest I ever spent in a job was, was five years and I was still doing other things on the uh-huh, side. So sure. there was always lots of, of things to explore and it could be overwhelming. And I think that's where I kind of got into really refining and like digging into like, what do I really love doing? Like, what do I actually care about? Like, do I want to stay in this job because it's easy and it allows me to do whatever, you know, projects I want, or should I just focus on those projects because that's what I really love and let this job, you know, be supportive for me for now. Like it it took a lot of like soul searching to figure all that out. Yeah. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Can you, can you talk about how you balance this? I, I hear you talk about exploring and your curiosity is incredible about learning what you like and what you don't like versus some needs for security. So a lot of that came down to just being super frugal. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was one thing. I I learned early on to just live with, within my means and be super money smart. And so 
income wise, like it was like, all right, I have this thing that makes me in that pays my bills. And then I can whatever other time and energy I can put it into this other stuff. So that was a lot of learning about time management. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And mm -hmm. I think that came a little bit from from going to college, like, even though I, I had this education degree, and like, I didn't really necessarily use it all the time. For what I had originally intended, I learned a lot about time management in college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we all do. Right. You got to make it to class. You got to make it to your part-time job. You got to. I learned all out of that throughout the years, and so I was able to kind of balance out. Like, okay, I'm going to work this job, and then I, if, I think that uh, what are they? I've, I've been seeing ads for it recently. It's not uh, nine to five anymore. It's five to nine. Right. <laughs> it's the, the five to nine, the side gig, the side hustle, like that really came to be as I was going through this. And so I just was like, I'm going to go for the things that really light me up, whether it's after work or before work or whatever, just kind of fitting it in where I could. There were times that it didn't always work out, but that was learning too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love your positive attitude. So what Mm -hmm. advice do you have for someone who's 25 or 30 or 35 and still isn't sure what they want to be when they grow up? Ooh, a couple things. Um, I would say dig down a little bit into what you liked doing as a child, mm-hmm. because now that I'm in my early 30s, I love doing all the things that I did as a child even more. And even though that sounds kind of like Lottie die, you can't make money off of that. <laughs> like if you're thinking, you know, in terms of career. But that often is like an indicator of what you would be doing that would really like help you find the thing that you, uh-huh. like it, it might uh-huh. not be fully like, oh, I like to play outside when I was a kid. Okay, <laughs> maybe there, you know, maybe there is a position like that somewhere. Maybe you create that position, but maybe it just shows that you need to spend more time. It doesn't always have to be about work. Like maybe just spending that time outside after work, whatever that looks like. And Throwing away the timeline too. That's the yeah. other thing. Like getting rid of that. Like you have to have this by this time. Every time I see, and of course, you know, it's we're big on the social media. Anytime I see a post that's like, Oprah got fired when she was 23 and this person didn't start their, publish their first book until they were 50. And like, you know, you see all these different things and it's, it's hard to kind of like relate it to yourself sometimes because you see like your peers all these huh. millennial peers like doing this, you know, special, you know, perfect timeline and you're still figuring stuff out. And I say just throw out the timeline because there there is none. There is none. there yeah. is no timeline. Everybody is doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing at the time that they're doing it. Like right now you're doing exactly what you should be. So all of that comes just naturally when you let it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. That is yeah. beautiful. So what is next for you, Shaylin? What's next for me is I'm really digging into my coaching business. So mm-hmm. all of these little gigs and jobs and things that I tried in my 20s have kind of led me to be very much into the entrepreneur entrepreneurial world. And so co- growing my coaching business, I work one-on-one with clients. There's uh, all kinds of different avenues that I can go with this, but uh, really just digging into that self-employment that's that that entrepreneur world because all these different jobs what I really learned was like I said in the beginning it's the th- what I don't want <laughs> like uh-huh. I don't want to be uh-huh. at the mercy of a company for 
40 years. Like I would just want to create my own company and, and do work that really lights me up and helps people and is really impactful mm-hmm. rather than kind of slaving away and just, you know, letting, letting my life pass me by. I want to actually make an impact. So that's my big, that's what's next for me. Yeah. Oh, great. Great. So one more question. What do you, what do you find to be the challenges in running your own company versus working for someone else? Definitely shared some of the downsides of working for someone else. Are there downsides of running your own company and what are the upsides? How does that balance for you? Yeah. I learned very early on that (laughs) I had to relearn everything about, like I had to learn initially, like what is a business, (laughs) like how Uh to run. I mean, I had experience in in different businesses throughout all my different jobs, you know, management Uh and education and training and like all these different things, but it's a whole different beast when you are building your own. So I've had to like learn from the bottom up and it often would make me think like, maybe I should have gotten a business degree in college. And then that, (laughs) that becomes irrelevant too, because everything that I would have learned back then is totally different now with how the online world works. And most of my coaching and everything is online and virtual. So (laughs) <laughs> it's like, it's the coulda, woulda, shoulda, and you just have sure. to let it go kind of thing. But yeah, that was a, definitely a struggle. Just learning like marketing and sales and like, you know, backend stuff, technology stuff, which I'm pretty savvy on, but it still would take more time uh-huh. than I would anticipate. So definitely my time management skills would come into play for uh-huh. sure with sure. all of that. But uh, just the freedom and the flexibility is is the big bonus, like the benefit for me, like just being able to run my business from home and just take my computer. And I'm like, this is me working like so different (laughs) from like clocking in, clocking out, commuting, like all the things that I really didn't love and doing work that I didn't really, didn't, didn't really love either. This is the stuff that I love. (laughs) That's great. Oh, I love to hear it. Shaylin Wilkie. She's a teacher, educator, and a coach, and she's pretty amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today, Shaylin. Thanks again. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Tell us how to get in touch with you. What's your website or your social media? Yep. I am mostly on Instagram. It's at consistently.shaylin. <laughs> we talk about consistent action a uh-huh. lot there. And then I also have a podcast. It's called Conscious Confessions. And I have been building a little, kind of a little community of women who are into mind, body, and soul, just kind of improving their lives. Just, I'm really loving it because it's people, it's women from all over the world. (laughs) Like it's wonderful. So my podcast, Conscious Confessions and Instagram is usually where I'm, I'm spending the most time. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks again. A real pleasure to have you join today. So for listeners, thank you so much. Reach out to Shaylin when you can and listen to our podcast, Conscious Confessions. Sounds pretty amazing. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. And check us out at leadwithwisdom.com and check out our books on millennials, which are millennials guides to management leadership, to work and to all kinds of things more coming soon. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to millennial wisdom, a listener's journey with powerful insights about your work and your life with consultant, coach, and best-selling author, Dr. Jennifer Wisdom. For more information about the work Dr. Jennifer Wisdom is doing, visit leadwithwisdom.com. Millennials Wisdom is sponsored by Millennials Guides Books, available where books are sold and at millennialsguides.com. 
The next installment of the Millennials Guide series is Millennials Guide to Relationships. Happy and healthy relationships are not a myth. Available everywhere now wherever books are sold.